we started out by learning about the maritime industry. We looked at a lot of incident reports around ship collision, that sort of thing, and tried to kind of come up with a story of why these might be happening um, from a human error side of things. And then from there, we actually conducted primary research. We drove down to Dovo, we got on a ferry, we crossed the channel a few times. We got to interview everybody from the sea captain and chief engineer all the way down to the trainees. We got to explore the ships. We took lots of notes, we did some measurements. The main takeaway from it was the interviews because it was really interesting to see what different seafarers said affected them um, and how they carry out their jobs. And from there, we then went and wrote that up, did some more background research into how and why some of the errors that happen occur. And then we went and ran some tests on Naval Simulator, which is quite fun. It was actually one of the most advanced Naval Simulators in Europe. And where is it? In Portsmouth. Yes, it's, yes. In, it's based in Portsmouth. Run by a company called Transest. They're like uh, one of the leaders in designing this sort of naval simulation things. Yeah. yeah. So from our experience on the ship and what we could see on the bridge or couldn't see, um, we came up with more focused questions or things that we wanted to address in the report. So that's how the whole like the title came about. That we decided to do things like um, perception at sea. So what affects how sailors can see and how well they can see, how well they can operate when they are when you're on a bridge um, of a ship and out at sea, as well as the decision-making side of things, where we investigated, looked into how a ship's culture or the way they interacted as a team or didn't interact as a team would change the level of safety that was practiced by the seafarers. And then we also had the idea that we would look into fatigue because fatigue massively affects, I mean, in any walk of life, fatigue massively affects how people make their decisions and how they carry out the work that they do. Yeah. Um, so that was another focus for the project. Mm, particularly because the maritime industry is a very shift work-based industry. So then you're awake, say, for like 12 hours at a time on watch. And sometimes it's like a strange hour of the day, depending on what shift you're on, because somebody has to be watching the ship at any point, point in time. So, yeah, that was quite a unique, I think, aspect of the industry that we wanted to further explore. Perception at sea can be affected by a number of different factors. Um, it can be affected by things that are as simple as how the panes of glass are warped on a ship. Yeah. So you'll have, we had, for example, we read an incident report about a ship that ended up in a collision because the panes of glass on the bridge made it seem like there was a it was like a 0.5 degree difference in terms of the heading and it was essentially what led yeah. to the collision like it they couldn't affects direct. the light yeah. and light refraction and stuff like that a lot so yeah. traditionally ship designs the pane the window pane slant one way and then for some reason this one they managed to pass the inspection even though the windows were sort of slanted the other way or something and something as simple as that even though you think it's just clear glass changed how the seafarers and the captain and the person navigating was assessing the situation and how close the ship the other ship was to them and how likely the collision was going to be and yeah accidents happen and when you're at sea because the ships are so large and because you're moving on water and not on land the ability to stop um, to change your course and to be able to stop the ship is it takes literally miles for some of them to, to be able to turn stop. fully yeah. And yeah so like the amount of horsepower or engine power needed to be able to 
complete a turn on a ship uh, requires fairly early action on the part of like very, the seafarers. So they need to be able to tell early that I need to do something. If not, I'm going to crash into this other ship. Um, another point around perception was specifically around perception at night. So when you go onto the bridge of a large ship at night, it is complete. It's supposed to be completely pitch black because you need to give your eyes enough time to adjust. And what we found is that a lot of ships, even though there are best practice guidelines in terms of going and being in low red light so that your eyes can adjust more um, more quickly, a lot of people just don't have the time on the ship or they don't feel like it's necessary and they end up on the bridge. And it massively changes how much they're able to actually see, Yeah, how far they're able to yeah. see, what they're able to see, what they're able to detect. How good you are at detecting motion, yeah. different colours, because a lot of the signals out at sea at night are very colour dependent mm-hmm. or like motion dependent. So we have to count the number of flashes, see what colours there are, what arrangement they're in. And that's the only thing that you're able to see out of a bridge at night. Yeah. For, no other light. for full dark adaptation, it takes 30 minutes. Ish. Around that, around yeah. 30 minutes. Most of them get maybe half of that. Yeah, if optimistically, if that. yeah. Then yeah, a lot of seafarers spend their whole lives there, and they are kind of rooted in the old ways. And so, it was quite an. I wouldn't even say groundbreaking scientifically. It was just <laughs> that people needed to look at the issue from a, maybe a different angle and maybe find a different way to convince seafarers of how you can better be safe when. Oh, it's you.